change is hit or miss Every bloody pacifist Concedes the truth If one must die To save the 99 Maybe it's justified The left is right What's up? Welcome back. You're listening to The Pity Party here on UMFM 101.5, and we are doing something different and fun here today. Uh, I am joined by Jade from The Black Creatures. They are a Kansas City dark pop slash hip-hop group. They classify themselves as sci-fi on occasions, which I vibe with a lot. Uh, they've been <laughs> making music for seven years, if I did the math right. Oh, man. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah which is crazy. Most, most musical groups nowadays don't stay together that long, don't make music for that long, and can't stay as powerful for that long. And so I have to tip my hat to that. That's really awesome. Um, and your music, I would have to say, very, very Frank Ocean vibes to me, which is great. And, and that's to say it's easy to listen to, but the feelings are just kind of oozing out of every crack. You know, it's, it's very emotional, unabashedly so, and unafraid of being so. And, I, and for me, that's super cool. And that's, it's a good vibe to, to good vibe and a good hang musically, which is always something I'm looking for. Oh man, much blessings. Thank you so much for that shout out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm Jade Green. I'm from the Black Creatures and uh, we hail out of Kansas City, Missouri. Um, middle of the, <laughs> middle of the uh, USA map. Um, yeah, I... I'm super, super excited to be on this program, Brian. And I tell you this as someone who um, has always been really interested in music and, and loved it, but the people who gave me the biggest breaks, who really helped me to sort of start getting into performing and not just writing music, um, it was the DIY community um, with that, those strong uh, screamo, um, hardcore, punk, vibes to it it was those folks from jump yeah um, and I mean, we try to be as open and inclusive as possible um you know there's there's a lot of bands and a lot of acts you know diy is is exactly that it's about doing it yourself and everybody's mm -hmm. kind of on a level playing field and that's that's important that's that horizontal organizing yep yep yeah. i love it so yeah no i i love the pity party i love the stuff that you play on here um it's a nice it's like it's cool because DIY, I don't know, I feel like that sort of encapsulates the type of music that you play on here is um, it's eclectic, but it's like all very much um, in the same vein of like a little rebellious, a little rock and roll, a little um, honest. And I love, I love music that's kind of straightforward like that. <laughs> yeah. And I, I agree with that. And that's, that's something that really did uh, draw me to the genre. I've, 
you know, I've been listening to emo music since the early 2000s. One of my, one of the first CDs I ever bought, um, even though I guess the band is technically canceled now for good reason, but uh, uh, Deja Entendu by Brand New. Um, oh my God. One of the first albums I ever bought with my own money. Um, and so I, you know, it's, it's a love that I've long had with, with, with the genre. And while there is definitely a lot of inclusiveness and a, and a, and a lot of openness, I feel as though, and I have described it before the genre of emo, mostly as straight white college dudes writing for same. And I wish it wasn't that way a lot of the time. And so I guess, how would you want or like the genre to become more expansive, diverse, inclusive, and open? Man, I love that question. So like, I think about that a lot. Um, so yeah, so one of the big things, one of the biggest things that has helped me to continue to be a creative um, through the, the highs and the lows, the ups and the downs, not only of living, but like um, now this very particular and precarious situation that we're in, um, considering like my location here in, in Kansas City, Missouri, we've got a few crises to manage. And um, one of the things that, help, that has helped me to continue to be creative through this is recognizing that strong connection between, um, I'm going to say this and it's a broad term, mental health um, and being able to continue to create. Um, a lot of a lot of artists, myself included, are like, okay, well, when I'm depressed, that's when I make my best work. <laughs> um, or when I'm, you know, when I'm going through something, that's when I make some of my best work, which is a dangerous pitfall to fall into. But it's also like, um, I'm like an alchemist. Uh, I think that, that um, creatives learn to, they either learn to or don't, um, be an alchemist with their energy and sort of transfer it into, okay, this is a productive way to cope with this tremendously painful thing happening to me right now and reach out to a few other people along the way who may really, really get what I just, <laughs> it's so funny you mentioned brand new. I mean, they're like the, they're like the free space on emo bingo, but I was so close to putting some of that on our playlist today. <laughs> I was so close. It's, I mean, the music itself is, it's therapeutic. It's wonderful to listen to. It's just a great emotional release. It just sucks that the dude behind writing that music turned out to be such an awful human being. And that yeah. makes it hard. No, it makes it so hard. And so like, yeah, so I, I think that's a very important, we can't glaze over that. We have to acknowledge that, um, well, for one, I think it's super important to like, when we're engaging with media and things that we like, we should critically engage with it. Yes. Um, yeah, of course. We should, and I've, I've learned that from the, the black futurists, the Afrofuturists who are in my circle. And, and incidentally, they also happen to be the farmers. I don't know <laughs> what the connection <laughs> is there with that. They're phenomenal folks who have really, um, really shown me love and, and um, helped me through a lot of the race-based trauma that comes along with growing up in an all-white or, or mostly white area. And yeah, background information. I grew up in the country, so I was extra around white people. Um, I was the only black kid in school until what, fourth grade, which wow. wasn't a huge deal um, in the winter, I guess, or if my hair was straightened. But like I stuck out like a sore thumb for all intents and purposes. You know, that is to say for viewer or for listeners, um, I'm, I'm really light skinned. And so that has implications. There's colorism for sure in the world that's afforded me. 
certain opportunities that dark-skinned folks have been overlooked for. Um, and still, there was just no way to hide that I did not fit in, that these, you know. So it was really lonely. It was really lonely, especially in like middle school, I remember, because that's when I, <laughs> man, okay, so um, it was, it was fourth grade. I begged my mom, begged her and begged her, can we please, see my mom, um, I grew up in poverty and uh, <laughs> my mom is 100% disabled. And so I begged her, I, we got, I got a little bit of money for my clothes, every gear for school. And so I begged her, I said, mom, is it okay if we just spend the whole 80 bucks on these trip pants? <laughs> oh, wow, okay. <laughs> so in addition to being the only black kid in school, I showed up first day of fourth grade in these just ridiculous trip pants before they started making them skinny, you know what I mean? They were like okay. the, the original, Baggy. like corn. <laughs> like, oh my goodness. I came in as a fourth grader and like that sort of, that sort of sealed my fate, I think with that school. <laughs> I mean, you gotta, you gotta be you though, right? You gotta, oh, you gotta sure. be you. For sure. And so, so, but it was very lonely because I was going through certain things and I felt like, you know, Alisana is the only band that understands me or whatever for a long minute. And that was hard as hell to be like, I mean, for a minute sort of, because I'm also, I'm also a queer person. And so, um, like a gender nonconforming person additionally. And so it was really hard sort of coming into puberty and being like, man, if I were just a white guy, I could, <laughs> I could be in a band by now. I could be doing all these other things. I could be coping with my bros or whatever. And so uh, it was really hard. Um, I had to, and then there was also, I don't know, there was also the anti-blackness of me saying to myself like, well, I don't like rap. I don't like hip hop because I'm goth, I'm emo, I'm a, uh, you know, the the aesthetic was very important, the pale skin and the dark hair and this, that, and the other. And so, yeah, it was very lonely and um, confusing for a long time before finally, and I think too, it really was politics. Po <laughs> Feminism was the gateway drug for me into recognizing like, whoa, actually, you know, going from like this nihilistic high schooler to then being like, you know, there are some messages that are really important and oh shit, punk music has that, but so does this Erica Badu album. Wait, but so does Public Enemy. Wait, but, and recognizing the links between, you know, the part of my brain that lights up when I listen to, um, when I listen to say, I'm trying to think of an example and now I've put myself on the spot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, the, the, the parts of my brain that light up when I listen to something like, um, hmm, gosh, why is my, suddenly I even have this playlist in front of me and I can't think of what I want to say. Um, Flatbush Zombies, yeah, the connection between like great Flatbush artists. Zombies. What a great group, love them. Yeah, right? And then like, you've got, I mean, you've got so many incredible emergent bands that are like, oh yeah, we are, we are the weird black kids that have been silenced for the last however many years. Yeah. And here we are to just like, oh my God, just say incredible things. Yeah. So that's the connection I want to draw. So like, so like Flatbush Zombies are like, um, Clipping or Death Grips, clipping. stuff like that. 
death grips, um, the fever 333, and then also um, being able to, yeah, I mean, there's, there's that connection um, between rap, hip hop, and hardcore music. Yeah, exactly. I love it. It's very much a, we don't like the system. The system is unfair. Um, the difference, I think, mostly is, is that the hardcore punk, mostly, the system is unfair is coming from people that are part of that group that is privileged. Mm. And yeah. whereas, you know, hip hop is, is coming from people that have actually felt the oppression. Mm-hmm. And I think, that's, I think that's a huge difference. And, and that's something that I wish would change. I mean, it's good. You know, people mm-hmm. like myself do you know, want to see equality. People like Mike want to see equality. Um, but, you know, we've never felt the oppression in the same way. I've never felt the same kind of alone that you just described. Mm. And, and that's, that's something I don't think I can ever actually feel or properly understand, but I can, I can try and support. And I, right. And because I wish that type of loneliness on literally nobody else, that's why Xavier and I through the black creatures we make music like we do now granted um and i thank you before you started recording you said that you liked um our album wild echoes and i want to say thank you for that our stuff is i'd say it's significantly poppier um or it's a different it's 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 a different vibe um granted all the people around me listen to a lot of different genres of music but with that said um so so i acknowledge that our stuff isn't, it, it might not suit every black punk kid in the world, but recognizing that when we write, when we, um, when we compose our music, it's coming very much from a place of like, yo, we, <laughs> we're here for you because we learned how to be here for us and it sucked. So let's, let's get it. Let's pull everyone else out of the barrel. You know? Exactly. And, and that's, that's a great message to have in, in, in music. Um, so the track that we heard before we, we, we opened up this, uh, this, this long speaking segment, the left is right by uh, Des. I can always, I'm bad with pronouncing stuff like this. Desparecidos. Yeah. Desaparecidos. Yes. Yeah. 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 So they're from, uh, they're from Omaha. That was a track that uh, dropped back in 2015. And uh, yeah, I love that song so much because it's, um, it's one of those songs that like has very overt messaging it's like yo straight up we got some issues the system's broken let's go ahead and crack it the rest of the way so we can make way for something new um and it's just hype and i just love it um but yeah so one of the reasons that i wanted to come on this show in addition to just being able to vibe over um really great music i want to debut actually some music from the very middle of America KKA, which, yeah. Um, I've never heard it called that. that before. Never? I, I mean, I'm from Canada. We've got our own pretty big race problems here, but I've never heard it called that. That's interesting. <laughs> Take it back to your friends. I will. Yeah, <laughs> I can vibe with that for sure. So you want to debut some, some new stuff? I do, but first... I want to play a track that dropped in 2020 from this new band called Fleshwater and uh, another classic. So it's going to be This, If Anything, by Fleshwater this year or last year. Oh, yeah. Ooh, happy 2021. Happy 2021. Um, and then 
FCP remix by the Fall of Troy back in 2005. It was a classic. That, uh, yeah, I mean, that's a, a track that I think a lot of people actually do know because Guitar Hero was so popular, right? And that track yes. was on Guitar Hero. So it's, uh, it's good to see mainstream stuff kind of making emo and hardcore more, more prominent and well-known for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so we'll be back, right back after these two tracks.
What's up? Welcome back. That's the magic of radio here on UMFM. Uh, you're listening to The Petty Party. Uh, you just heard FCP Remix by Fall of Troy, and this is Anything by Fleshwater before that. I'm joined here on this special episode by Jade from the Black Creatures, a wonderful Kansas City hip-hop group. And we're talking about what makes, um, you know, the connections between hip-hop and emo, the connections between activism and punk and, and, and hip-hop and all of that good stuff. And um, I'm so thankful to be joined here uh, by them on this show today. For sure. Yeah, so happy to be here. Thank you so much, Brian. What's going on, Winnipeg? What's going on, UMFM? It's uh, not, I mean... Fingers crossed, it's not as cold as it normally is here. It's been a um, pretty mild winter so far, which is, I feel very blessed. You just jinxed it. You know that, oh, right? 100%. 100%. <laughs> Knock on wood, I'm going to be buried up to my head in snow by the time this airs, but yeah. Man, <laughs> that's terrible. That <laughs> yeah, is what it is. Yeah. Up north, y'all do get snow. You know, um, gosh, yeah, I love snow. You I don't know. say that more and more. until you have to shovel it every single day for four weeks straight. And then See, that's what it is. <laughs> you probably won't love it as much. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's nice. I mean, like we don't have very much snow here. Uh, 
now uh and we didn't really have much snow before christmas either which is which is strange which has always been strange i can't remember much in my lifetime i'm i'm 30 i can't remember much in my lifetime not having snow for christmas time which is such mm. a weird experience for me and so that i mean it's kind of a bummer to not have a lot of snow before before the holidays mm -hmm. but anyways that's not what you're here for you're not here for my weather report <laughs> <laughs> I loved it though, and global warming's real. We should probably right? <laughs> we should probably right? get on that. Fix but, everything. <laughs> but yeah, I want to I want to talk to you about some more emo music. Yes, please. Um, man. Okay, so one of the things that the Pity Party talks about is how emo is an ever evolving genre. Yes. But there was totally a golden age, right? So. I saw this in the I saw this in the in the outline, and I, I I've done a lot of research on this personally in the past. There's a lot of really good things. Um, Ian Cohen from Pitchfork writes a lot about this. Um, Tom Mullen, who does the the podcast Wash Up Emo, and has written two books called The Anthology of Emo Volumes One and Two, mm -hmm. and uh, of course, um, television guru, weird pop culture guy Andy Greenwald wrote a book about um, the Midwest emo revival called nothing feels good mm. and all three of them seem to think that there are four waves of emo music it's kind of like ska in that matter that there's right. like multiple waves of the genre the four the first wave obviously being like the the hardcore offshoot stuff like um rites of spring dag nasty um all that kind of stuff and then the the second wave was like early to mid 90s um stuff mm -hmm. like captain jazz sunny day real estate very early Weezer, um, some stuff like Jets Brazil, Mineral, um, mm -hmm, Texas is mm -hmm. the reason. Um, and, then, and then you get the third wave, which was late 90s, early 2000s, stuff like um, Brand New, um, stuff like um, American Football, Saves the Day, um, you know, all that kind of stuff, Taking Back Sunday. Um, yeah. and we're currently sort of in the fourth wave right now, which started in 2008 and is mostly revival stuff. That's more indie rock based, more twinkling, mm -hmm. um, you know, stuff like dads, stuff like snowing, um, more stuff, shoegazy. Yeah. Yeah. Shoegazy. Definitely more twinkly. There's a lot more math rock in it as well, yeah. which is, which is great. And so I, and from what I'm seeing personally, it's, it's becoming the dominant college rock genre that mm. in especially Eastern seaboard college towns, Midwest emo is, is the genre that they're playing, which is amazing for me because yeah. it, you know, the more people that hear it, the more influences, the more echoes, the more waves, the more cool stuff we're going to get down the line. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's so much of it too. Um, growing up, I felt like a lot of <laughs> There was, there was, of course, this one really, I thought this group of kids was so cool in high school. And they all knew about, I mean, they were all like, you know, Nirvana fans, and they knew about all the, the new stuff, the new, the new stuff that was happening in punk and emo and hardcore. And they would never, they just wouldn't include me in their little reindeer games, basically. So it's funny, like, looking, looking back, I'm like, oh, man, if I had been exposed to some of these bands earlier on who knows what my music would sound like right now <laughs> it would be crazy it would be i mean it's yeah suffice to say we're just revving up over here but uh <laughs> but yeah no okay so when i think about emo 
this golden age. I do think about like the nineties. I think yeah. about that nineties emo, but there was totally, yeah, the early two thousands was a cultural renaissance for so many different reasons. And that was sort of like, like people's exposure to like the fall of Troy or like MCR, um, that, that all sort of really took off there in the nineties or I'm sorry, in the early two thousands. So that's interesting. Yeah. And I think, I mean, emo is a music that is, emo is a music that is, is based. And I, and I tell this pe to people all the time. It's not just about pain. It's about all emotions. It's about happiness. It's about elation. It's about despair. It's about, um, uh, you know, uh, all kinds of, you know, anger, even it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's about loss. It's about, um, you know, depression, but it's about all of it. And it's about being okay with all of it, acknowledging that it's okay to feel emotions. Yeah. And I think that, you know, there were, oddly enough, I think that one of the big things is that there were, there were more and more pop culture relevant things that were showing that it was okay to be more emotion filled and be open mm -hmm. with those emotions. Stuff like um, the OC, which has one of the most important pop culture emos of all time in Seth Cohen stuff like um, clone high, you know, mm -hmm. uh, that was making it seem like it, you know, making, especially the people that were making this music at the time feel like, Hey, it's fine to talk about your feelings. And I think that's important. Yeah. And I think we're kind of getting more and more into that space now where, you know, more and more people are like, it's cool, please do talk about your emotions. I want to make sure you're okay. And yeah. so I, I think we're getting more great emo music. We really are. It's huge. We, I mean, that's the really, <laughs> that's the only thing that could possibly come out of being in quarantine for so long, sheltered in place and, no doubt. and, and having to look at how the world works under, um, what, what are we calling it? Unprecedented times, right? Yes. Um, there's so many, I mean, I know so many people right now, personally, just here in KC who are for better or worse, they're producing their best work right now or they're putting it together right now. And so it's, um, it's awesome. And, you know, again, sort of looping back to the exclusivity of, um, emo or like the, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's, it's old and we can, we can just sort of push past it and continue to be more inclusive in that, in the, these genres, but in the black community, um, it is, it is still a struggle that we have to be able to say, okay, I have depression and that's not white people shit. Or, you know, I <laughs> experienced trauma yeah. and now I might have to go to therapy for it. In fact, I might even start a conversation with my mom about going to therapy together. You know what I mean? That sort of thing. We're, we're getting more and more to a place where I love it because on the one hand, we're having conversations on like main news, uh, mainstream media news about prison abolition. And we're also upping the conversations about mental health. And yeah, I'm hoping we can continue this nature of um, increasingly honest um, communication as we grow as people. Yeah, it's, it's very, very important. Um... I, I think, and I'm probably not the first person to, to, to call it this, but the, I'm expecting some quarantimo. Ah. Um, <laughs> I wasn't ready stuff. for that one, Brian. Ah, well, 
sometimes I surprise. Um, one thing I am hoping to, um, um, you know, emo has evolved and, and absorbed because it's, it's not, the musical genre itself is not like, it's not alternative rock. It's not so subjugated and tied in and anchored to a specific sound. Mm -hmm. You know, it's evolved and changed its sound to grow with what is being more emotional over the times. And I have been seeing more stuff that's labeling itself as emo rap or emo hip hop. And I'm thinking that that is probably where the genre goes in the future. And I'm, I'm ready to embrace that, you know, more hip hop and emo influences because you're right. It, it, it's, we need to be more inclusive. More diverse. Shout out to Juice World who passed way too young. Um, <laughs> that song, Lucid Dreams, that, that was the big, so I'm also, um, when that song came out, I was an educator in um, an elementary school and it's a predominantly black school. And the way that being able to hear another young black man speak on being absolutely heartbroken and to sing it and rap it and to have that hard the hard bass and the the drum the kick of the drum behind it that deeply affected some of the students that I was working with and in the most beautiful way like I I absolutely live for moments where people can see each other in their most vulnerable and honest and and ego-free state and really be able to communicate with each other. And seriously, the fact that Juice World passed um, is just even more reason for all these awesome, I mean, and, and that's the thing, it's young and old, it's not really an age group of people, but these people who for so long have kept things quiet, bottled up, tried to stay out of, out of the way of things, you know, it's, it's phenomenal that there more and more people are stepping up and saying, oh, you know what? Yeah, the world does need music like this that does blur genres like this or, or, or bind them together eternally. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. So we've got some more music coming up. We've got The Fool from He Is Legend 2004 dropped from Wilmington, uh, North Carolina. Um, and we will be back to talk about our next stuff right after this track. Let's go.
All right, welcome back. You're listening to The Pity Party here on UMFM 101.5. I'm Brian, as always, and I'm joined again today, and I, I want to keep introducing for anyone who hasn't heard the first little chunk, because this is radio, and I understand how radio works. Uh, I'm joined by Jade from The Black Creatures, a wonderful Kansas City-based hip-hop uh, group. Um, Jade has curated this entire playlist for us today, and uh, we're here to talk about it because it's it's I I think it's super important. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I make music today as emotional as I do because of the influence that emo music has on me, and I don't say that past tense. I say very presently. Sure. <laughs> um, upcoming, I've got I've got a few songs that are honorable mentions for the uh for the emo genre i got circus survive alisana and uh, my chemical romance who also just put out a new um makeup yeah and so this kind of ties into a question and a conversation i've been having consistently um with with people in in general um i'm not i'm not super big on my chemical romance and i'm not like musically they're they're great they're fun um i I, I guess I'm kind of doing a little bit of gatekeeping. I don't necessarily see them as emo. I see them more as like, they're more closer like Queen, you know, power pop, that sort mm. of thing. More about the image than, than the actual like emotion. But, so my question to you is as an artist, how do you, who, an artist who has a floating non-defined genre, how do you, how do you, like, what defines your genre? Do, do your fans define it? Do you define it? Like, how, how do you see that? Yeah, that's such an important question because I don't, um, <laughs> I'm genre inept. <laughs> I feel like, um, yeah. Oh, goodness. Yeah, no, I feel very much like uh, from the, from the beginning people were like, well, what kind of music do you do when, when the Black Creatures first started up? And we were like, uh, you know, here's the SoundCloud link. You just, <laughs> you tell me what you think we do. And to this day, it's very much that. Like, um, I think the, the phrasing that people use most often is like, the, it's dark pop and it's hip hop and it's electronic. And those are terms that we just kept hearing people say when referring to our music. And after so long of saying, um, I mean, the initial slogan, <laughs> our initial slogan was, um, we make, we make music that we dare Hot Topic to sell. <laughs> oh my goodness. Don't <laughs> we'll get me original. started about Hot Topic. Oh my God. Right. Cause we'll never end. And that's, yeah, I want to talk to you about this makeup on the reel on the right. reel. So, <laughs> so, but, um, but yeah, no, I think I think the genre that a band is described as is generally the one that that they're going to go ahead and use to describe themselves. Because I think that's um, part of an artist's duty. This is Nina Simone. She said an artist's duty is to reflect the times. And so, if you're making music and suddenly a group of people really latches onto it. And they're like, oh, you know what? This reminds me of this, that, and the other people are talking about it and they're forming new conversations about it. You know, not that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say necessarily that we write music for our fans' approval, certainly, but we do make music that we think um, should be left to interpretation. So like, it's like the power is with the fans. What's, what's a band, no matter how good, quote unquote, or technical their music is, if, the, if there's no fans, you know? 
They're a garage band. They're jamming for themselves. They're a garage band. They'll blow up here in another 10 years. It'll be Exactly. Great. Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like I've always felt that DIY is very important and inclusion is very important to the, to the genre and to the scene. And I think that MCR doesn't exactly embody any of that. You know, they're not exactly very DIY. They're very, um, very puffed up, very image conscious, very image based. And, you know, when they're, when their concerts are like $300 a ticket to get in, you're not exactly being very inclusive either. Yeah, I've definitely never been to an MCR show. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, uh, yeah, I didn't save up in time. That's so true. Yeah, their, their tickets were astronomical. Really, really pricey. Uh, yeah. And I don't um, think, you know, if you, if you like the music, music is like a very, very incredibly subjective thing, right? You know, for it's, sure. it's, you, you like what you like and, 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 and you, you know, it's, it's very much, it's very much like sexuality. You like what you like and it's, you don't really change that. Your body just kind of tells you, oh, that's a jam. I like that. You know, mm -hmm. you feel it in you. And, and that's something that isn't, you know, you can't change that. You can't choose that. It's, it's, and so, you know, if someone likes My Chemical Romance, I have zero place and, and have zero intention of telling them they don't like that. I'm just kind of mm -hmm. curious genre wise how it fits in, you know, and if the fans are saying it's emo, then it's probably, and I'm probably just being a stubborn gatekeeper on the matter. <laughs> well, no, I mean, you're someone who, when, when we talk about MCR, we're usually not coming into the conversation with the knowledge too of 90s emo or even of the concept of emo before 2006. You know what I mean? Right. So I totally get that. And at the same time, I'm like, I'm, I'm recognized. I, I love this question. Okay. So first of all, Brian, thank you for being able to like say what you mean. Cause I feel like people are so often like, Oh no, that's great. That's good. That's fine. Um, but yeah, my chemical romance was a band that, I feel like it was integral for a lot of the young kids coming into um, emo and, and what that kind of music meant for them. Um, even though it's very, yeah, it's very poppy. I'd say it's very poppy. Um, power, you called it power pop. Yeah, in bands I would link into that kind of genre stuff. Queen is, is like the yeah. iconic power pop band. Fall Out Boy, definitely a power pop band. Yeah. Um, uh, Panic at the Disco power pop yeah. band yeah. definitely definitely so what i think is interesting about my chemical romance is they they sort of rose to fame with like um welcome to the black parade right. and and these other but that when it when it was um when my chemical romance was at their height basically i wasn't that into them sure um i was uh it's like someone described it to me people listen to music for different reasons. So sometimes people listen to music because they really want to hear a good melody. Sometimes they want to hear a really good breakdown. Sometimes they want to just have easy listening while they're studying. Sometimes they want to not think about sad things. Sometimes they're overdue for a cry and, you know, nothing's quite getting it <laughs> for them. So they have to go ahead and listen to something heavier. But um, My Chemical Romance put out, it was, it was Danger Days. What was it? Let me, what was it called? Um, it's off of this, or rather Destroya, this track that we're going to play here in a second. It's off of this album, um, Danger Days. Do you mind just for a moment? I'm going to like... Go for it. 
<laughs> look it up because it's a long name. I can edit it and post. That's always the best part. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The True Lives of the Fabulous Killjoys. Danger Days. Um, yeah, it came out way later. What, 2010? Compared to all the other, um, all the other songs that My Chemical Romance put out, like they started putting out music in like 2001. So Danger Days came out 10 years after they had been a band. And it was so, I feel it was so wildly different from what they had been doing. It got a little more dirty. It got a little more like Mad Maxi as far as like the aesthetic. That's a good one. And they put a few, yeah, 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 yeah. They, they put out a few bangers that like to this day, if, if I've got, um, if I've got a sort of like hard rock playlist that I'm trying to put together, my Chemical Romance song might just end up on there. But from Danger Days, always, because it's, it's wildly different from what they had done. Isn't it always interesting when bands do that? You know, they have like a set of albums that people define as their most successful period. And then they go ahead and release something that's totally different. And it brings in an entirely new genre, like group of people to listen to yes. it. Um, Paramore is another one. They had, you know, oh, this yeah. set of pop punk albums. And then they released this really weird, really wonderful synth pop album. Um, mm-hmm. and it's incredible. I love that album. After Laughter is just, Mm, yeah. Just so good. Um, yeah. You want to talk about that MCR makeup line? Oh my gosh. So, so yeah, here, um, very recently, now I'm going to have to pull up the picture of it too. The um, desktop that I have in front of me is decided it doesn't know how to use internet anymore. Oof. So, so that's kind of fun, right? Um, <laughs> so I'm just going to pull this up. Okay. Okay. So, my Chemical Romance put out a makeup collaboration. Um, it's like a package. It's like a little box set um, with a makeup company called Hip Dot. Um, it went on sale December 10th and it sold out December 10th. <laughs> it says the Hip Dot collab includes an eyeshadow palette, brush, and eyeliner inspired by the um, more iconic um, stage of the band. And so let me, let me just pull up the, the names of these colors <laughs> real quick. There's some crazy ones. Some other stuff while you're pulling that up. It, is, it lists itself as vegan. Uh, it's vegan, cruelty-free, talc-free, mineral oil-free, uh, phthalates-free, and paraben-free which is a wild amount of assortment of things to, to be free of, which is great. Um, it looks like it also comes with a Ooh, small wow. art book, um, a nice little box, and uh, a pin that says MCR on a coffin surrounded by laureates. Well, the coffin, that's the selling point. I don't even wear makeup, so I'm just going to get get that box set for the coffin. Now. <laughs> <laughs> coffin, enamel pin. Um, but yeah, I so I think... <laughs> That's a, that's, gosh, I was just very surprised to see, because I haven't heard anything about My Chemical Romance in how long, right? And so suddenly they've got this makeup set coming out, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, this is, this is genius for them, considering the fan base, considering the people who are most into them, yeah, I mean, yeah, if I, if I was, if I was a really big My Chemical Romance fan, I would, I would be all over it. Um, that would be why it sold out so quickly. 
man, in minutes. That's what they said. So it's like the new, (laughs) it's like between the new Fenty um, and Rihanna, between the new um, Ivy Park and Adidas collab with Beyonce and the MCR makeup, you know, you got to be quick on your toes these days to get anything. No (laughs) kidding. Um, yeah, uh, which is wild, and it kind of plays into more of the the, the stuff that I'm, I'm talking about it about about the image and and the power poppiness of it. You know, it's about the stagecraft, which is cool. I mean, if you're if if that's what you're if that's what you're vibing with, I mean, and I I like plays, I like musicals, and I like rock operas, so they yeah. all that definitely all fits. Um, but Shout yeah. out to Green Day. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so that's that's wild. It's it is good branding and good marketing from them, definitely um yeah just never of all the products you would have told me that a band would have released makeup this is surprising i know i was just very surprised by it um <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it makes me think they're jumping in the ring with uh, rihanna in her uh, makeup line also um but yeah so let's let's get into this this first song is going to be the difference between medicine and poison is in the dose circus survived 2007 um and they call this tragedy Alisana in 2008 and then Destroya by My Chemical Romance 2010. Heck yeah, let's get into it. You're listening to The Pity Party uh, along with the Black Creatures on UMFM 1.5.
All right, welcome back. We are we are getting close. We've got three more tracks left. We're going to talk about these two uh, very briefly. Well, maybe not briefly. Probably not briefly based on the way things <laughs> have been going. Man, stop being so easy to talk to, Brian. Oh, I'm I'm just being me. That's all. Um, <laughs> That's that's all I can ever do. Yeah. Uh, so we've got um, we've got two tracks here, one from Dance Gavin Dance and one from Saul Williams. I love Dance Gavin Dance; they're incredible. Um, mm-hmm. I every single year on UMFM we do our our songs of the year or and our albums of the year. And um, a couple of years ago, I ended up putting a, a Care by Dance Gavin Dance as my mm-hmm. as my number five song of the year. Um, yes. they are an incredible band with an incredible vibe. And I, I, I just love that this is, that this is on this list. Oh yeah. No, Dance Gavin Dance is so, they revive themselves regularly is something that I've really enjoyed about them. Um, and they fuse so many jazzy and mathy elements into their music. It's, uh, yeah, it's really fun for me to be able to listen to and be like, oh, this scratches so many different itches for me, you know? <laughs> so we'll listen to um, The Robot with Human Hair, part one. It's very important. Um, and The Flaw You Worship by Saul Williams um, from New York. Awesome. Uh, you're listening to The Pity Party here with uh, The Black Creatures on UMFM 101.5.
character flaw that they are blind to in themselves and the characters they create. The heroes and protagonists of the literature and films reek of the same oversight and uncharacteristic value that if they saw it would instantly deepen and broaden their perspective. <laughs> and blind side of privilege and power. And the intelligence that could be weeded out by the type of comfort one would choose to prolong or protect. An heirloom. I watched shitty movie after shitty movie thinking how could they not see this until it dawned. This was the floor they worshipped. Blame for the refugee. Cross as an effigy. Scandalous and treachery. Pan plays against the seat, dance with the answer beat, question the session heat, gesture the referee, offside with all the beat, false cry the boss of me, you're not 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 the boss of me, you're just a president, no one elected me, bitch I'm a resident, now I ain't the flow you worship, 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 I ain't the flow you worship. I the flow you worship. I the flow you worship. I the flow you worship. We were born without firewalls. There was no way of keeping unwanted information and viruses out of our system. We were always the ghost in the machine. The click, the buzz, the hum. Seek no further. The noise came from here. What is the connection between a circle of drums and a constellation? wireless message and music and welcome back uh you're listening to the pity party umfm 101.5 i'm joined by uh jade from the black creatures a wonderful kansas city dark pop slash hip-hop slash sci-fi group um, <laughs> which you should definitely be checking out if you haven't been already uh mid listening to this if it's something that you've uh you know just already been doing the 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 youtube and preparing yourself um yeah. i'm definitely gonna i'm definitely gonna play some tracks after the, the this is all done as well but um you should be checking out uh the black the black creatures dot bandcamp dot com if you haven't been already um and we've got one more track left you're too kind you're too kind thank you well so brian the whole reason that i came on this show is because i feel I have a genuine allegiance to emo as a, as a genre of music. The DIY community, particularly in the Midwest, helped the Black Creatures get their start, get their first shows, and sort of start to um, build a precedence, an understanding of what it feels like to be respected at a venue, what it feels like to be seen and heard, and, uh, and what it feels like to really vibe with people, regardless of if they're similar or different from you. Um, and so I want to sort of play this track it's the first time it's going to be played anywhere um it's kicking off the new year Heck yes. it's a song called dark lord and it is straight from betty mon of kansas city betty is someone who from jump the very moment that betty knew about the black creatures they were looking for different ways to help us get shows introduce us to other beat makers and producers in the city um and really just be, be hospitable as someone who is a fairly influential part of um, the DIY and underground um, community in Kansas City. 
I mean, and that's incredibly important. And, and I'm so excited to be able to premiere this um, to be the first place that it's been played on radio. And I, I thank you for that. Um, and, and thank them for me for that as well. Yeah, and, definitely. Uh, I'm, I'm so happy and blessed and excited to have had you on here to, to talk and, and about the width and breadth of, of, of a number of different things um, here today. It's been, it's been a pleasure. Um, uh, thank you. Oh, yeah, you too. If you don't mind, um, can Absolutely. I just sort of plug a couple of... Uh, yes, so I was going to ask right after that. Yeah, so they can follow Betty down the rabbit hole across social media and different platforms. So um, check out Betty Mon on SoundCloud. That's... Um, oh, goodness. Okay, phone. You know what? <laughs> Give me one second. I'm sorry. Please. No, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, you know what? Okay. So one of the, the, probably the best platform to follow what Betty and other B producers here in Kansas city are doing, um, particularly those who are, who are putting out that genre of emo rap. Um, I would say, I don't know if I can say it. Can I say it? It's fuck life. It's F U K L Y F E, but I can give another one if that's no, that's fine. That's perfectly acceptable. I, I play explicit content warnings before my show and during my show because I also like to cuss and the songs I like to play like to cuss occasionally as well. Oh, thank fuck. So yeah, with that said, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, look for Fuck Life, F-U-K-L-Y-F-E on Facebook, SoundCloud, Bandcamp, um, Instagram is another great one, and YouTube. Um, there's a really great small community of really eclectic, um, emo, nerdcore rappers and, and producers in Kansas City. And they do a lot of their work through Fuck Life. Yeah. Heck yeah. And of course, if you haven't been already, please check out the Black Creatures um, on Bandcamp or Spotify or YouTube, um, preferably on Bandcamp and pay them a bunch of money yes. because <laughs> Spotify wamps for, for most artists. So it's true. good to get the, it's good to get the, the name and the, and the music out there, but you guys get paid pennies compared to what you're worth. It's rough. So yeah, go to, go to, go to Bandcamp. And when it says like, you can pay uh, whatever, like a buck or name your price, name your price and have it be a lot. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like nice. at least 10 bucks um anything else you want to say before uh before we sign off oh thanks for the plug brian it's been an absolute pleasure um listeners thank you for supporting the pity party um this is dark lord by betty mon heck yeah you're all wonderful people and i love you all <laughs> have a great weekend blessings
Just trying to shed off the skin The day has barely begun The darkness calling me, calling me, calling me My demons having their fun They follow me, follow me And it don't bother me, I'm no. the Welcome back, and I hope you enjoyed that interview here on The Pity Party with uh, Jade Green of The Black Creatures on UMFM 101.5. It is the first day of 2021, and so there's obviously some traditions that I have to do to follow. Um, And, of course, that means playing um, New Year by... uh, Death Cab for Cutie. So we're going to we're gonna do that, and I'm going to pop back in for a sad thing and then how I'm going to end the episode. So uh, happy new year from the pity party.
Welcome back. Um, you're listening to the Pity Party here on UMFM 101.5. That was Death Cab for Cutie with uh, the New Year, of course, a tradition here on the show to play uh, every single, as the first show every single New Year's. Um, now, last night, um, <coughs> sorry, excuse me. So last night I got some, um, and a lot of people of the music community got some really sad news that um, hip hop icon MF Doom passed away. Um, I guess on Halloween of 2020 and uh, it just the news just kind of got released yesterday uh, in a statement by his family and uh, this really hurts me and I'm want to put my thoughts and 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 love out to his family you know that's not he's 49 it's way too young for anybody to go um, eh, but the amount of influence that MF Doom has had on on my music taste, my life, and and how I see the world. 
it's changed it's changed a lot of things in my life and and i i owe a lot to to mf doom and so i'm uh i'm gonna sign off after this little bit here and we're just i'm just gonna play nothing but mf doom songs for the um you know his his works for the rest of the uh the rest of the show so thank you for listening to the pity party here on umfm 101.5 and let's hope this year's better than the last you're all wonderful people and i love you all happy new year Wreak havoc, beat beatless, mad traffic, sneak and lavish, people speak and leak into the maverick. He see it as just another felony drug arrest. Any day could be the one he picked the wrong thug to test, slug through the vest. Shot in the street for pulling heat on a father who babies gotta eat. And when they get hungry, it ain't shit funny. Paid to interfere with how brother get his money now. Who's the real thugs, killers, and gangsters? Set the revolution, let the things bust, and thank us. When the smoke clear and you can see the sky again, there will be the chopped off heads of Leviathan. My friend, I call them strangers. Anybody talk to them end up in some danger. Can't reform them. They pray four times a day, they pray five. Who weighs the strings when it's time to survive? Some will go of their own free will to die. Others take them with you when they blow sky high. What's the difference? All you get is lost children while the bosses sit up behind the desk. It costs billions to blast humans in half into calves and arms. Only one side is allowed to have bombs. It's like making a soldier drop his weapon, shooting them and telling them to get to stepping. Obviously, they came to portion up his fortune. Sounds to me like that old robbery extortion. Same game. You can't reform them. That Mary was going around with an old flame. That burned me up. Because I knew he was just feeding her a line. But the guy really spent his money like water. I think he was connected, so I left. Outside it was raining cats and dogs. I was feeling mighty blue. And everything looked black. But I carried on. Subtle touch, cuddle clutch Is this thing on like the fling with Mrs. King Kong This spring gone? Sing a song of slap happy crappiness He came to blow like it was strapped to his nappy chest Surely I jest The best on a wireless mic, not an eye test Yet I digress But why stress? Try and remember when Maybe bit the tender-skinned babysitter Gwendolyn The type to hit and run and go tell a friend Word to El Mureto, Cucaracha, Exoskeleton he know, flow like interstellar wind Toe a rap gin by his toe into hell again <clears throat> One, two, check, me too Loose wreck, see through your gooseneck EQ His name's Doom They wonder just who is he But don't worry Believe me, he'll get busy When it comes to poetry He's got plenty, la la If I may interject, rap these days is like a pain up in the neck. 
cornier and phonier than a play fight Take two of these and don't phone me on the late night The beat won't fail me with more rhymes than times he washes hands and feet daily And all that kerosene ain't cheap Villain been deep since a teenage creep peep He always was a gentleman and kept a pen and a pencil in his mental den Right there next to where the Rolodex was before it turned up all burnt by his solar plexus He don't know his own strength When he's on the bonus like the microphone's length and width Ain't it funky like dingy socks Feel the full effect off cassette in your Benzie box His name's Doom They wonder just who is he But don't worry Believe me, he'll get busy When it comes to poetry He's got plenty la la la
This villain was a ruthless masked conqueror with aspirations to dominate the universe. Running desperately low on food, they were forced to turn back. Shaitan never came so ill, he got skill. Met a brother from the grill that gave my spine chills. All 33 nerves controlling my curves. Common sense just swerved every time I got served. Stress, frustration, empty rhetoric. Cold as winter in Connecticut. Compassion lacking deficit. Thought it was love like sent from above. You're not a soulmate. With ways and actions of a primate. Ooh, by lower senses coming faker than extensions. Pissed away all good intentions. Out of here, sister was missing. Intuition, maybe it was me. I couldn't see. Holding on to fantasy. Getting bitten by reality. More wounds, purple heart, love veteran. Morphine. Painkillers, drugs, and medicine Anything just to forget the hurt Incoming! Take cover, hit the dirt On the front line There's casualties in the mind And the P.O.W.'s get left behind Mentally scarred for life Love is war and some chicks are just too hard to wipe I should've deaded it from Genesis Instead of hitting the Guinnesses Now I'm free falling Cursing matches, street rolling PC's calling No appetite to feast, darling So deep all in Bet he never stopped bawling women Forsake God for the sin of a man Sacrifice a whole life or a slice Overstand? Maybe it's a lack of pigment Loneliness, imagine figment Only got the car kitted to pull extra cheese in it Damn, Jody, coming with the okey-doke Okey-poke, steady rocking boats Got me aiming for your throat Sniper scope, weren't we supposed to elope? Proposed in your froze I don't think that I can cope Poor wound, purple heart, love, veteran, morphine Painkillers, drugs, and medicine Anything just to forget the hurt Incoming! Take cover, hit the dirt On the front line, it's casualties in the mind And the P.O.W.'s get left behind Mentally scarred for life Love is war and some chicks are just too hard to wife Constant frustration Stemming from a no-win situation Russian lust and fornication Adding to the complication Patience is a virtue Paint run deep with love desert you Listening to whispering Choosing chaos over discipline Simpleton Life should really be a piece of intimate Relationships strengthening Flower essence pinstamen Gentlemen my favorite shit So I'm never forsaking it I persevere Make it fit Sculpting and reshaping it Taking sips off a fifth the if passionate Intense, incense, candles lit, scandalous Emotional, bandages, why would he abandon this? Guess he couldn't handle it, the boss is magnanimous War wounds, purple heart, love, veteran, morphine Painkillers, drugs and medicine Anything just to forget the hurt Incoming! Take cover, hit the dirt On the front line, it's casualties in the mind And the POWs get left behind Mentally scarred for life, love is war and some chicks are just too hard to wife.
Jones. I don't care. They look funny as hell. That is the black knee stocking. Stop. Oh, hell, she looked like she got burnt legs or something. You didn't wash your neck. Sometimes oh. we don't wash our necks, but that's okay. Oh, I washed my neck. Take, take a look at my neck. Hold it right there, you... Where you are going, there are no jokes. One with his middle finger in wet cement Did it on the sly Before he's gone bye-bye Spit it on the fly Brush your teeth, rinse and goggle A true nerd who messed with new words since boggle And you slang and scrabble Rhyme with a northern drawl, twang and babble Flossy pen jargon, break the world record Do a four-steam bargain and take the girl naked More spots than a leopard Then he had to stop, the block was hot peppered Shepherd, leading the sheeps out to slaughter Kept it sold and repped it Every time he saw ya Trying to douse a pinch of weed in a frat street house I'll make mince meat out of that beat mouse Welcome to the show Remember, whatever you do, do not boo the flow School the dumb on the number one rule of thumb What a fool Still you never met a cooler bum Give the drummer some rum I'm sure he can use a shot Just to get his cues hot I'm sure he don't lose his spot A stranger who speaks to you vocal Danger made the beat Get a freak to do the bogle No bull Everything they wanted They grabbed and took Whole lab looked like an ill left jab and hook Even had a secretary to take the calls Shake it and make it fall I told her don't break my balls Wherever mouse go Trouble follows The bounty on his throw Was mills and double dollars Bill spills motherfuckers that befuddle scholars Thick buffalo girl with the bubble hollers She rocked leather and gold A fat blouse And need a brother with soul To let her cat out Even if the rat couldn't compete with Krauss I'll make mince meat out of that beat mouse Tap your toe Rhyme and strap for dough Rap for show To let the whippersnappers know Sucks to be them Now pass that loop Up under the tux he wore a hazmat suit Sounded like Froggy Sip the groggiest of potions Be up in the party with the foggiest of notions On the list of lobbyists for save the Oceans. Gave his donation to the lady with the lotions Swole hand itching, the old man bitching Switching with the fan, with the gold band twitching Spitting like a bionic sneeze that frees vodka Just to clear the air like the ionic breeze Quadra, slick enough to outsly a fox For a chicken pot pie, thinking outside the box to taste her goodie, but got no time to be wasting chasing putty. Alpha Daffy Duck Bucks, Porky Pig Paper, Bugs Bunny Money, a Sylvester Cat Caper. Off of that tape of rap, country, or deep house. I'll make mince meat out of that beat mouse. One, two, three, in the place to be. MF Doom, Talib Kweli. Oh, here we go. On born days, I used to blow out the candles And every Saturday, watch cartoons at noon And then I switched to Ralph and Daniels I was making up a miracle flow Over a cereal bowl and a pause beat for my stereo Rhyme stronger than Popeye with the spinach out Gangster like a frog, but courageous cat and minute mouth yeah. Baby, I'm tripping and it's just a cartoon of you But I got chills when I heard Abdul flip the Scooby-Doo 
And I might be bugging, but it seemed to me that cartoons be realer than reality TV. They inspire my decision to be open and listen, but folks got it all twisted like a yoga position. Like, in order to spit it dope, you gotta have a criminal past, similar to the cast, the different strokes. Me and my people break bread, sit and smoke the conversation, rich with that depend on what you consider broke. I draw on anything for inspiration, a fine memory, a piece of paper, walls, and a train station. It's just that I'm old school like that, roll that rap over souls like that. It's just that I'm old school like that. Roll that rap over soldiers like that. Old school, y'all. It's just that I'm old school like that. Roll that rap over soldiers like that. It's just that I'm old school like that. Roll that rap over soldiers like that. And we'll be right back after these messages, fellas. Grab your nutsacks, cheeks, squeeze your breasts. When all that grown is still funny, like going to the store on your own with rainbow money. Since then, had an insane flow, sunny. Walking to the corner, rhyming in the rain, nose runny. Break dancing, maybe ten. Bummy is when sub rock would run up handspring, Arabian summy. Ooh, like a Hong Kong fooey kick. Or a weekend afternoon karate movie flick. Slept good, no justice, no peace. Woody kept it a hoodie, never discussed it with police. Shot the fair one, nobody ran to get the gat. Or felt they had to put it up in their raps to set it fat. And since when lyrical skills had to do with killing the cat? What type of chitlins is that? The super villain as the bat, hydratonic. Whoever willing to ride, provide raw chronic. It's just that I'm old school like that. Roll that rap over souls like that. It's just that I'm old school like that. Roll that rap over souls like that. It's just that I'm old school like that. Roll that rap over souls like that. It's just that I'm old school like that. Roll that rap over souls like that.